Blog Talk Radio. Psychic Coffee Shop. I'm Ace and Knight, and today is with me my girl pal, Superwoman. She is Miss Rainy Love. How are you, darling? Got my dance on, and I am ready to go. Got to warm up somehow. It's like three degrees here in Denver. <laughs> well, you know, dancing is wonderful. Yoga is better. Dancing is more fun. Oh, I know, especially when you're you know, <laughs> having fun doing it. Well, today, you know. These words will live down in infinity. December 7th, 1943, I think it is, 46? Well, 75 years, mm. so somewhere in there. It's about 40, I think, because my mother is going to be 75, and she was born in 41. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Well, go right down in infamy. Those yeah. were the words spoken by our wonderful president, yeah. Roosevelt. As we, mm-hmm. he made announcements to the country that we would be entering World War II. Today yeah. was the and is the 75th anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. that drew us into the war. Right. You know, while there's a lot of debate over who did what, it is quite clear that Japan came and hit and killed. 58 that morning, Mm. a Wednesday morning, Uh, and more than 400 crewmen survived? I think that was just on one boat. There were several boats that were Yeah, that's on the Arizona. Um, That's on the uh, Arizona. I think it was somewhere around 1,200, but, you know, don't quote me on exact on that. I know that Mm -hmm. uh, at the ceremonies they had today, they had five. Uh, they had four of the five surviving uh, uh, men who um, still live, you know, at this point in time. Right. One of them, I think, is 101. And uh, yeah. one of the gentlemen is, yeah. Uh, so they kind of feel that this would probably be most likely their last time or could be most likely their last time to go there and celebrate. You know, I don't know if you want to call it celebrate, but to commemorate. Uh you and know, remember, um, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, here's the facts, and this is scary because, um, I know from my history, you know, my generation, the generation before me, the generation before us, we've always had World War Two, World War One. Right. right. People alive, able to tell you of. Having stamps to buy flour, you had to have a stamp to buy flour. Um, you had to have stamps to drive to get a certain amount of gas to drive. Yeah. Um, the rationing that went on. That was during the green uh, stamps the war. that went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was during the war. The it was stamps. during that yeah. time. Um, yeah. And trading with your neighbors, if your kid didn't need shoes and you needed more gasoline, you'd trade your shoe stamp for four green, four gasoline stamps. And, yeah. you know, we think of America as being abundant, of having everything. Granted, we've gotten used to the idea, yes, we can be attacked by terrorists. Yeah. Well, guess what? So can everywhere else. But during this yeah, I really time, don't like, I 75 really don't years like ago. I the fact that we're getting used to it, though, you know. Well, here's the thing. We're getting used to it because the world is getting used to it. 
Yeah. You know, the world has gotten used to it 20 years ago, or farther behind that because we had the Irish Republic attacking Britain like every other day. Um, and right. there's always been these little squabbles of little people running around, but now it's a much bigger factor. But during this time, it was country against country. We called a country when they attacked us. We didn't say this alleged group of such and such from – no, we said the Japanese attacked us. Right, Exactly. Very, very different. We said Germany attacked, you know, it was very clear who our enemy was. Now we don't know who the heck our enemy is anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. Other than Saturday Night Live. Is Saturday Night Live our enemy? Well, according to somebody. (laughs) Well, I mean, sometimes, yeah, they can be a little off the hook. (laughs) I don't watch it that much, though, anymore. I remember watching it when I was a teenager, but I've watched it. Well, yeah, I don't think I've watched it probably for more than 30 years, but apparently they have now become the big news. When we've got war going on, we've got you know daily terrorist attacks throughout the world. Saturday Night right. Live is more important. But anyhow, getting back to Pearl Harbor. Right. We need to grasp on to every fiber, every story, every note, every picture. You know, these guys were gone for six to eight years. And during the main part of the war, they didn't get their little 30-day vacation. They didn't get to come home. When they went, they were gone until they got to come home. And so many relationships were maintained, grew, created because of this. Writing letters home used to be so important. Well, I remember when I was young and engaged to um, be married, you know, um, my fiancé at that time wrote a letter every single day, every single day. And it was just wonderful to wait in the mail. Now, I'm not nearly as old as any of these people are, but, I mean, even in our lifetime, at our age, there's been such a difference with technology, you know, and how people communicate. But those letters were really awesome, and you would just go and sit outside in the chair in the morning and, you know, read those letters. And, you know, the thing it is, is it was a mindset of people who were proud to be Americans, proud for what they were fighting for. The whole country made sacrifices. In fact, women were, I think they were rationed on pantyhose, um, you know, because the women went to work. You know, they had somebody had well, not to only that, but the nylon was needed for the parachutes. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, they had a different perspective on than we have nowadays. And mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, some of them, in fact, there's a gentleman, and I do apologize because I don't remember his name. But one of these older gentlemen who was there has just written a book about Pearl Harbor, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is really important. You know, to have that, you know, firsthand information. I've also seen something recently where a young man, you know, probably in his early 20s, is going around and interviewing, um, you know, older veterans, you know, back from world, probably most likely World War II, you know, um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, these older gentlemen, you know, to, you know, interview them and find out about their experiences because this is going to be lost history. You know, if you even look at the Holocaust, okay, and for a lot of years, you know, they were interviewing these people to find out about their experiences because, you know, there comes a point where they no longer are there, you know, just as back in the 1800s. People aren't. I think there's one woman left who was born in 1899. She actually still is alive. Uh, you know, there people aren't alive anymore. You know, no, and so no, this history getting... We lose yeah. that history. But yeah, it was also announced Monday, this is important, Japanese mm-hmm. Prime Minister Shushi Abe, Ab, uh-huh. I, no, I butchered his name, he's the Japanese Prime Minister, Will was announced Monday that he will visit Pearl Harbor along with President right. Obama later this month. Uh-huh. This is yes. a reflection because the government, the Japanese government and the American government presidents and prime ministers right. never visited these sites. Right. Earlier this summer, President Obama went to um, Hoshishima. Where did we drop a Hiroshima. bomb? Yeah, Hiroshima. Yeah. 
Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. that made precedence with the Japanese. Big precedence. Right. So now the Japanese prime minister is coming to visit Pearl Harbor. Now, also yeah. in Europe this year, there has been celebrations of D-Day, Remembrance Days, mm-hmm. honors for these days, because it has been 75 years since this right. time. Yeah. You know, and they don't feel that there will be an apology necessarily from the Japanese, but, you know, the one thing that um, we need to keep into perspective is that this is part of their tradition, okay, that they would not not likely actually, you know, say, I am sorry. We did not say, I am sorry, you know, for Hiroshima. However, it's the symbolism of going there and acknowledging what happened in Hiroshima. It's the symbolism of acknowledging Pearl Harbor. It's still, you know, yeah, and I think that that is a place. I think that that is a good thing. Very much so. And, yeah. You know, I think, it, yeah, and it's just their culture. They don't apologize for acts of war because it was an act of war. I mean, that would be insane to them. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So this is a really big deal that he's coming. Mm-hmm. You know. Very. And big deal. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is, yes, you know, we have these acknowledgments of these time periods, uh, you know, with these wars and the people who um, fought, you know, for our country, for other countries, for freedoms of other people, you know. Um, but also it's so important because, as we all know, the longer it goes, people don't remember Okay, and young people don't remember. There's things in our lives that young people are looking at you like, what are you talking about? Right. That never happened. Yes, it did. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're definitely, gosh, doesn't it make you feel like you're getting a little old here? (laughs) It does. I mean, point blank, it makes me feel like I'm ancient because, you know, the other day we had our, our niece over, and you know, by the time she is my age, September 11th will not be anything but a story in a history book. Right. World War II will seem like the Civil War. Exactly. Exactly. You know, these were not paramounts. Far from it these now. were changes. Well, it's not far from it now, but these were paramounts. These were changes that not only affected hundreds of thousands of lives policy and stuff, but it caused cultural changes. Women went to work. Right. And it used to be a shame for a woman to work unless she was a teacher or a nurse. Those were the only two exceptions. You know, when when you got married, normally around 18, you quit your job. Exactly. You know, and they went to work out of necessity, and then when they came back, and this is kind of where we got the 50s era there, you know, the Little Miss Cleaver era, you know, when they came Mm -hmm. back, you know, the men had to have jobs, and the women had to give up, they had to find a way, because the women had been working, okay, so this is where you got the great promotion of society, you know, for the, you know, the little white, you know, picket fence and the little house and the Mm 2.4 kids, you know. And so and it was actually, you know, yeah, and it was actually a propaganda thing, you know. Um, yeah. Was it right or wrong? Who's to say? It was what it was at the time. Men had to come home and be able to go back to work and be able to support their families. And so then yeah. they began to just, this is when, you know, you would see the little, they had the TV come out and they had the little TV commercials, you know, with the, uh, you know, the little washing machines and, you know, and, and you know, you're well, running around mopping the floor with your laser. Right. The washing exactly. machine, the refrigerator, the TV dinner. That's all mm-hmm. came from wartime. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The deep and freeze. So, yeah, and, and, you know, you even look at, you go back to the Depression era, I'm not trying to get too off track here, but during the Depression era, generations of families lived together. Mm-hmm. You know, that was actually normal, okay, generations of families. Children, you know, um, 
uh, back in the early parts of the last century where, you know, we raise our children and children have their lives and they have Christmas and fairy tales and they have Barbie dolls and, you know, little trucks or whatever. Whatever it is the kids do, they're kids. Okay? That wasn't the life of a child necessarily back then. They went to work on the farms immediately. They became a part of the working family that all lived together. That was pre-war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that was pre-war then, one. It, you know, yeah. we still back then you had child. You know, you'd go to work in the mines at age twelve. I mean, you know, the baby would be born, and the the parents would be out in the fields, and the grandmother would be there taking care of the baby, you know, and helping to exactly. you know, fix the food at night, you know, and so. If you look at these different markers, you know, such as, and it isn't just, but definitely inclusive of World War One and World War Two, you know, they really changed not only society but the dynamics of the family structure. Right. And how things and were see, done. And see, during World War Two, I mean, during World War One is when the upstairs downstairs stopped happening, because it would be nothing right. during World War before World War One for a family. To have a downstairs housekeeper, maid, whatever you want to name it, and they, it, it was just, and it was, you know, the, you know, this lady, and you know, maybe her niece before, you know, her aunt before her, and her aunt before her, always was the housekeeper. Right. One would right. retire, right. and one would take, you know, the younger generation would take the place. Yeah. And Those you know what? I don't think changed. Yeah, and I and I. I believe, and, and we're not talking you know, filthy rich. No, we're not. We're just talking that's how society was. You know, our viewpoint what? on children, children working in factories. When you're talking about the pre-industrial mm-hmm. age and the and the industrial age, post-industrial age, you know, right. um, you know, children's roles were very different. All of our roles were different, and really, the elderly actually had a lot more value. I feel within the family dynamics, and we're given such well, value. Not only that, but there was none of this. Okay, you're 65. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Or you're 70. Didn't get happen. out of here. They worked until yeah. they got tired of working, and yeah. then they went home and so, worked some more. Exactly. Exactly. So these big changes, you know. They aren't just, you know, you know, remembering what happened on that day. But there's so much that surrounds it. And I always encourage anybody, go read about the history. There's so much there. It's wonderful mm-hmm. to learn. Because, you know, I, until I really started researching many years ago, I certainly didn't learn it in high school, you know, um, you know about, you know, how much, our society was changed by these different markers. The roles in our and families no, was changed. The roles in the family. Um, the roles uh-huh. of some families completely changed, completely dynamics changed. And what aggravates right. me, okay, and granted, no, I'm not Native American, but it aggravates mm-hmm. me that our Navajo nation is not remembered a lot, but they were our code talkers. They uh-huh. were the only, yes. it was the only language that the Germans and Japanese could not crack. They could crack any other code except for Navajo. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They and, uh, played a very and it, what, what was it, carried... five years ago they finally recognized that? Well, I know they had a movie come out a few years ago about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah gov- so about five exactly. years ago, the government finally recognized, oh, yeah, the Navajos were our code talkers. They never gave them acknowledgement. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but they're the ones that came up with a lot of the radio broadcasting codes, a lot of, um, you know, the mm-hmm. system, our uh, firemen, policemen, you know, t- uh, 1022, 501, all that, that came out of that Navajo yeah. code talking series. Yeah. Yeah, and the codes yeah. that the Navajos came up with during World War II. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and there's so many different contributions that so many different, you know, ethnic groups have made to mm-hmm. uh, to the wars. You know, you don't want to look at it that way necessarily. If you even go back into the 1800s, you know, and the mm-hmm. contributions that 
you know, black Americans, uh, you know, made to the war and stepping up and volunteering and fighting, you know, and the sacrifices that they made, you know, in every way, you know, we, you know, historically our people have made contributions across the line. It's very interesting to look at it just past the history book, really go deep. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just um, these people were strong. These people fought hard. And we're women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we just don't have a clue. Right. Compared, compared to I mean, I think that we would have riots have. in the streets if someone said, well, if you have a family of two, you get two bags of flour a month. Here's your sticker. You, you can only buy that if you've got yeah. that sticker. Yeah. Well, in other news. Oh yes. Yeah, we did get a little. There's a, out. Uh, the troublemakers up to it again. Are you talking about me? Um, what am I doing? No, <laughs> no, not you, honey. Uh, Leah Ryan. Her book is called The Troublemaker. Um, I reviewed it a few months ago, but I love her writing style. I love um, that she's blowing the whistle on the Church of Scientology and some of their practices. What's scary is I'm looking at this and going, oh, I've seen that practice before. I know, you know, that's not the only, I know where he got that from. Um, But it's just interesting, um, you know, that she's back. She's now, you know, Annie has decided to do a documentary showing that she's not the only story. Um, Right. That's speaking out, and some of the things this corporation slash church slash cult slash fantasy novel mm-hmm. is doing, and some of the actions they have done. Um, and what I find interesting, and this is just interesting, is every time that someone else speaks out, or someone else steps up, or she does the press, the PR for something about this, mm-hmm. the church goes on the attack. Well, they have a history of that, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not the first one that they've gone after. You know, and, and that is what she's trying to bring to light, is that anybody exactly. who, tries, who is a part of the church and tries to go against the church, you know, they're going to have them followed. They're going to try to discredit right. them. They're going to try to ruin their they're lives. They're going to bring you know, up even, everything. I've heard, even heard of some practices where, you know, they lock people up. Um, they isolate them from other people. If they leave the church, mm-hmm. um, they have to leave their families behind. Um, mm-hmm. We've heard of that in other religions too that we won't mention tonight. You know, uh, right. you know. So you know. So there are some things that we've heard about. You know, and I've always found it very interesting. You know, when it comes to the Tom Cruise situation, that his, mm-hmm. his wife has never talked about it. But boy, well, no, she, she won't even she speak left, of the she? divorce. She, well, right. she won't yeah. even speak of the divorce. She, you know, their daughter. Tom hasn't seen their daughter in who knows how long. Right. Really. Right. Yeah. Of course, I don't and know if I be. would want someone jumping on couches and bouncing all over the place, and you know, having the church hook him up with people seeing my daughter or not. You know, I do have to say, when I saw him jump on the couch a few years ago, I kind of freaked out, like, whoa, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's always been eerily silent. You know, once she left, mm-hmm. she left. That was it. You never heard anything. You know, you have to wonder right. why. Right. You know, yeah. So there have been a lot of questions over the years, you know, with respect to that particular religion. And... um uh, I think it's great um, that she's coming out and being a little bit more open about it. Um, they always seem to complain when anybody does that, and they do seem to go after them. It's not the first time. Right. I'm sure it won't be the last. Exactly. And, you know, it's on A&E. Um, you'll have to check your local TV schedule. It depends on where you're at on what time, but it is on the A&E Documentary Network, and they're not only talking to her, they're talking to other people. Um, this last week they had the one uh, that was 
um, used to be their the the guy that done this, and he finally when he left the church, yes. now they're doing it to him. Um, right. So he knows what they're doing. Where they're they're you know they're they're putting little cameras you know on them to spy. They're paying the trash guy to give give them their garbage. You know they're having people mm-hmm. follow them and and um, you know again. A, there have been many people who have talked of such actions that have happened to them as they've left um, this particular um, religious group. Um, right. And uh, I've always found it very interesting that a lot of famous people are involved with this religion. Never really quite well, made the connection to Well, it's because they're sought after. They're sought after. Okay. Okay. They're courted. Okay. They're given special permission, pressure privileges. They're made to feel important, you know. And it's a way to grow the church. I mean, how do you get someone to join your church where you get someone like Tom Cruise in there and you use him? See, you know, because they suit, they hunt actors. Why? Because they normally have the most desirable income, and they tend to want to do, you know, get as far as advanced in their career as possible. Right. Right. You know, so the church trusts and encourage them to do some things. There's a lot of YouTube information on them. If you'd like to check mm-hmm. that out, do so. But also check out um, this this new documentary series and get the book Troublemakers. It'll open your eye up on a lot of things um, yeah. that they do and other religions do. Because you know, you can look at it and go, hmm. Well, I remember when that happened over at that church and this occurred. You know, it's tactics, you know, it's not like L. Ron Hubbard recreated how to run a cult. Um, right. But it does kind of give you an inside view of different things. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, know. I, yeah. We're supposed yes. to talk about relationships tonight. So let's kind of uh-huh. jump into that, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll jump back in and talk about it a little bit, and then we'll be taking calls. So, okay, that we try to good. touch on relationships a little bit. Yeah, here and there. Well, and you know, normally we talk about right. love relationships, but tonight we're going to be talking about all relationships, how to improve all yeah. of them. Yeah, and I think that's really important this time of year. Uh, just mm-hmm. because um, we're all being exposed to family and holidays. And, um, you know, learning a lot this year, I just got back from California um, for my son's wedding, as um, we talked about a little bit about last week. And, you know, you get exposed to those old relationships, whether they're family or old friendships, people that you haven't seen in years. And, you know, sometimes over the years we change, and yeah. other people change. Sometimes things happen in the relationship. Sometimes uh, we have um, old wounds or new wounds that haven't had a chance to be addressed or even healed. And, you know, being around people during those time periods will bring up those old wounds, first of all. Okay. Very much so. And, and, and and then you have to decide how, you know, you have to deal with things. You know, I'm mm-hmm. at a place right now with respect to my mother, you know, you know, she's getting older, she's going through a lot of um difficulties right now. And you know, there's some things that will never be resolved. However, giving her and seeing that she just needs the dignity right now of being able to be in the place that she's at and trying to adjust to the things that she's having to come to terms with now is she she finds that she just physically can't do a lot of things. And giving her that grace and not allowing myself to go back to, well, you never did this, or, oh, I'm angry about this. Hey, we all have it. Especially those exactly. mother-daughter relationships. They can be really, really complicated. And... Mm-hmm. Just ha- just giving her that grace and saying, you know what, it's okay. I'm a grown-up here, and I'm just going to love her the best that I can and mm-hmm. just not worry about those old wounds because they're there. They're, they're there. It sure. is what it is. She's a human being, and 
Lord knows it won't be that many years before I may be going through some of the same things. And I would like to think that my children would give me dignity and grace as well. However, sometimes we also run into situations, and this is not about my mother, you know, because I just wanted to point that out because I know we all have to deal with things with family and kind of love them. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we have relationships where um, the relationships, uh, for example, um, I um, encountered a relationship, friendship that I had not been involved with for a long time for many reasons. For one thing, because I don't live anywhere near where I live anymore. And because we had kind of grown apart many years ago. But I had said, you know, it's okay. They're a friend of the family. It's no big deal. You know, I'll go in there and keep my head high. But there was some betrayal there, um, which really bothered me. And I really struggled, struggled with this person participating in our celebration. And they were not invited Yet they right. chose to come well, anyway. Let's get. We'll take this up a little deeper when we get back. Oh, let's go to break. There I go again. That's <laughs> no, okay, honey. Okay, we'll see we'll you guys. We'll be right back, next. guys. And you'll find us at www.themagichappens.com, your free online magazine. by love every moment of every day? Did you know that all you have to do is reach out and know that you are loved to feel it? Each and every one of us have angels assigned to us, but sometimes we need to learn how to connect with them and to hear them. You're invited to listen, chat, and be loved on Angel Whispers, hosted by your very own Divine Angel, your messenger of love and healing, live in the Psychic Coffee Shop online Blog Talk Radio channel. You'll see and know that your angels are only just a whisper away. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Do you have burning questions you need answered? We all do. Visit our website at psychic.biz where you can find accurate psychics, tarot readers, and astrologers from around the world who are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can have your questions answered anonymously and write from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. The introductory chat is always free and we offer low permanent rates and special promotions. Our online psychics offer helpful, practical guidance into what matters most to you. Visit us today at psychic.biz. Some people talk to their pets. Some people talk to their plants. And some people just talk to themselves. We're not being all judgy. But how's that been working out for you? I've got a better idea. Join Master Psychic Asen Knight for Conversation with Asen, the show where you're the co-host. You call, you talk, you live a better life. You're on the air. 
Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call. You're welcome, darling. How you doing? I'm okay. Not that great. Oh, well, how can I help you? Um, when do you see a boyfriend coming in? And don't say feel good about yourself and in 10 years. <laughs> uh, well, honey, you know, if it's going to be that long, I'll let you know. And you can get a book and a cat. Got it. I'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Conversation with Asen on Blog Talk Radio, Psychic Coffee Shop Online. Oh, and you can bring your cat. Hi, welcome, relax, have a cup of your favorite topics with your hosts Aston Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Aeson and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. The Psychic Coffee Shop, live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of java just for you. We were talking about friendships and relationships in general. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I'm assuming uh, this friend is getting a pink slip. Friend is getting a pink slip, but, you know, I came to realize sometimes people are unaware that you are unaware that they betrayed you. And they Mm -hmm. expect you to react to them the same way. And I went, wait a minute. I have a responsibility to let that person know why. And so that's mm-hmm. something I've chosen to do. And you know what? Each situation is different. And it's okay sometimes if we have to let people go. Because there's always yeah. new and wonderful people coming in for us. And, well, not um, only that, honey, but it's perfectly uh, fine <coughs> to fire a friendship. If it's no longer serving right? you, then get rid of it. That draws us back to the first part of any relationship is it's got to have boundaries. Right. And I'm going to transfer this to something a little bit different. Um, You know, we were talking about your mother, and, you know, my mother has reached that age where it's no longer okay for her to drive, and the boundary now is that she wants to go somewhere, I will take her. I will clear my schedule to take her. That's that commitment I made to her. Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing, reversing that, you know, she doesn't come into my bedroom. Those are our boundaries. That's where we set our boundaries at. You know, it's a nice little box and everybody fits it, you know. You know, this is a job description. This is what's allowed. This is what's not allowed. Right. Right. People right. forget that, and especially since now we're so socially connected. First of all, mm-hmm. you know, we need to go back to the thought of having friends, associates, and acquaintances. We don't have that Correct. anymore because everybody is a friend. No, they're not. Right. Everybody is right. not a friend. And, and, and that's something people that have to get abuse. used to. And right. it's okay to have lots of associates, and it's okay to care for associates. Mm-hmm. It's even okay to do things for associates and have them do things right. for you. You know, the thing that is, is with boundaries, it's important. And again, you know, it comes back to that dignity thing with my mother. She needs that in her life. Mm-hmm. She, she needs does. that, and I need to. I need to give that to her. You know, and you know the rest of the gunk is just gunk. I'm a big girl. I'm a grown up, and mm-hmm. you know it's important. Like you know, with mom, yeah, they like to come in the bedroom and go. Well, what's this? Mm-hmm. Mom, or- I'm a grown man. Out the door. <laughs> You know, and she's never violated. You know, that's been one of my hard boundaries since probably about fifteen, sixteen. I was like, nope, you're not allowed in my bedroom anymore. Um, uh-huh. And that's perfectly okay. You uh-huh. have to uh-huh. do all that. It's perfectly okay to fire people that no longer fit in your world. 
Right. They and don't you know have what? to be there. And there's ways to do it gently. Sometimes you can. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, you know, and I think especially when it comes to family members, you know, because that's a tough one. Uh, some member, family members you can, in fact, fire. I, I don't want to fire my mother, you know. <laughs> no, but you can fire cousins, uncles, and actually, you know, this is my role when it comes to mm-hmm. family. If they aren't paying my bills, if I don't have to have a responsibility to them, they are up for either promotion or deletion. They can deletion. be fired. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes we get too stuck on what other people think. Or, you know, what, you know, what they say to us, especially friends and family, you know, whether they mean well or not, because sometimes they don't mean to, you know, and sometimes Mm -hmm. they do mean to, you know, you know, we get too caught up in what they think or what they say about us. And this is something, it was about 40 when it kind of hit me. You know what? They're not paying my bills. They don't need to be in my mind. Right. They don't pay my bills. They don't need to be telling me how to live my life, you know, because I'm not telling them how to live their life. And we get so caught up in, oh, God, what are they thinking about me? How am I going to handle the family affairs or whatever? Sometimes it's okay not to necessarily be there, but sometimes it's important to be there. And this is just a time of year where it brings up so many emotions and, mm-hmm. you know, Love where you can. Well, it's kind of like, and this is how you have to treat this. Let's say you're in Kroger's, and you see a past employee of yours there in Kroger's too. You don't have to stop and have a conversation. You aren't needed to go and have this big, long discussion over why they were fired. and No, fire them and move on with your life. You aren't required to do anything except enjoy your life. And if these people aren't aiding your life, goodbye, Charlie. Have a nice day. Adios, amigos. Yeah, sometimes Fire people will come back into our lives in later years for whatever reason. But if they're mm-hmm. not meant to be there right now, be okay with it. Yes, I do think exactly. it's important to sometimes, sometimes let somebody know you know, why you're upset about a certain situation if it caused you or your oh, very much so. damage. Well, you know, you know like anybody than, else, you would definitely want to make sure that you explain why they're fired. But make it clear they're right. fired. Right. Exactly. And uh, that's okay. Yeah. I will tell you this. Often people don't change very much, do they? No, they don't. I think I, you know. I, I believe. Uh, who was that? Oh goodness, I can't remember the poet who said, "When someone tells you who they are the first time, believe them." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not, that's that. Because. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's who they I are. I like to use that one all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, when, when they, they show you that you, they're mistrustworthy, or they're problematic, or they're assholes, they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when I tell you I am a bitch, you can expect me to be a bitch. When they show you who you are, believe them. Yeah. Not what they yeah, say necessarily, them. although that can, yeah, believe them. If somebody shows you that they're going to steal from you, believe them. When mm-hmm. somebody shows you that they're going to talk about you, one good way of knowing how people are going to talk about you is they're talking to you about other people. Mhm. Ah, I bet they do that behind me too. You better believe it. Exactly. If they're coming that. to you with gossip, yeah. then guess what? Believe that they will that they are spreading gossip about you, so you don't share the details. Yeah. Okay. Maya Angelou. Mm. That's who said it was Maya Angelou. My, you know, uh, I was thinking it was Maya Angelou, but I wasn't. But I wasn't quite. Um, mm-hmm. But that's that's one that I always come back to. You showed me who you are. I believe you now. Right. Not necessarily you know. what someone will say. And this is something else that people don't get a lot of times. 
and this will probably be mm-hmm. our last key point, and then we're going to take calls, is mm-hmm. that people are not required in your life. You don't have to like everybody. Sorry, mm-hmm. you don't. And not everybody you has you to, don't like have to like you. Them. Nobody has yeah. to like you. You don't have to like everybody. You are free to look at them and go, be done. You're gone. Removed from my life. I am done with you. You do not have to take anything into your life that you don't want there. And if they're not wanted... You just want you to like yourself. Exactly. The only person that is required in your life at all, the rest of it is not required. What? If you don't like your husband today... You can decide to fire him today if you want. <clears throat> if not, you can keep him around for a little while. But that's up to you. Right. Right. Okay. Some parents, get yeah, to know sorry, they learn really to well. be fired. Yeah, you right. get to. You've got to know yourself, but you got to understand your life is your company. You do not have right. to keep them. You do not have to have that company. You do not have to deal with it. You do not have to put up with people. You know, I hear so often, but I love him. Is he aggravating the hell out of you? Is he is he not doing what he's supposed to? Then why are you keeping him there? Right. Why are you letting this person be in your life? Be done with them. Sometimes. Stop carrying around people's other baggage. Right. Well, you know what happens with change? Change happens quickly, and it's before you know it. And guess what? That relationship's already changed before it's even began. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, All right, Miss Rainey, let's we should take, take some calls? calls. Oh, I think we should. Let's go yeah. with, let's see here. Ooh, we got a large call line tonight, guys. So and we let's want start with 515. Name and birth date is required. And the name of somebody that you're talking to, we're going to only be able to take a few. So let's kind of get through them fairly quickly. Rainy, you're first up on the seat. 515, you're on the air. Hello, good evening. Who am I speaking with tonight? Hello? 515? Going once, going twice. All right, back to the box you go. All right, Rainy. Um. Go ahead and put you up onto Oz. Oz is one 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 one. Hello, one 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 one. Who am I speaking with tonight? Hello, one 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 one. I don't know if the call panel is working or not. All right, let's go over to eight one three. Eight one three. You're on the air. Hi, yes, my name is Nicole. My birthday is July 23rd, 1984. Hi, Nicole. Okay, Nicole, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, your call line is working. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicole, how can we help you tonight? What question did you have? Yes, my question is regarding to relationships. Um, I was wondering, what do you, do you see me and my husband, uh, well, uh, well, Okay, we separated back in February of 2016. Do you see us getting back together in 2017? And what's your husband's name and birthday? Uh, his name's Michael, and his birthday is October 22nd, 1981. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I do. Okay. Awesome. I do feel it. Yeah, I do. Um, I want you to keep the number eight in mind which tells me this could be eight weeks, this could be eight months, it could be August. There's still a little bit of time here, though. Kind of feel like there's still a little bit of time. Uh, You know, first of all, he's got to make some different changes here and some different choices, okay? Okay. And he also needs to quit depending on other people to fix his problems. Does that make sense Mm -hmm. to you? Yes. Yeah, okay, and I'm bringing that up for a reason because, you know, it's not as if he doesn't want to get back together with you because I still see that there as a whole, but he still, you know, if he can find somebody to give him an easy way out so he doesn't have to deal with things and he doesn't have to take full responsibility for his role 
his part uh-huh. in this relationship, he'll try the yeah. easy way out. Okay. But I do feel like this will happen in 2017, yes. Okay. Yeah, because I tried okay. talking to him tonight about it, and it's like, yeah. Because <laughs> we live in two different states, and we, and we, I tried to speak to him on the phone about it tonight, and I felt like I wasn't getting nowhere. You know what so. I want you to do? Would you consider not asking him about it for a bit? Okay. In other words, let him sit in the manure. Let him right. sit, you know. Take that, take that away from him. Take okay. that away. Just see what he does with it, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, you have a wonderful evening, Nicole. All right. Thank you. Um, you said August, right? Pardon me. You said August, uh, right? Eight weeks August. for August. Okay. Eight weeks for August. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh huh. Bye bye. All right. Bye. All right, let's go to 561, and I'll hop in the seat. 561, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. How can I help you? Hi, my first name is Jay. Uh, my date of birth is 3-30-85. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you're picking up anything good in the love life. Okay. Let's take a look here at your love life. You know, I feel like you keep looking at what's not there, and I feel like it's coming right to you. I actually feel like it'll be a comfortable step, but I feel like we're looking at about 10 weeks for things to really pull themselves together, okay? Okay. You kind of switch your focus, though. Hmm. Okay. 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 So about 10 10 weeks. So I need to, I need to, so you mean I need to concentrate on career? You need to stop looking for what's not there. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Okay, instead of just letting it be and going, well, you know, I'll just let it be. You know, it's kind of like instead of making a shopping list of what you don't have, make a shopping list of what you have. Mm, okay, that okay. makes sense. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too. All right, we're flying through these tonight. All right, we're going over to 303, Miss Rainey. 303, hey, that's my area code. Hello. Who are we speaking with tonight? Oh, hi, my name is uh, Allie. Is it your area code in Colorado? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I no, I no longer live in Colorado, but uh, I keep my old phone number, so... <laughs> I do the same. I do the same thing. And what's your name and birth date, hon? Ellie, and March fifteenth, nineteen fifty-seven. Oh, and mine's the sixteenth. Ooh, this is oh, getting scary. Is <laughs> well, how may I help you tonight, my dear? Uh, I am really, really needing to uh, find a new uh, room share situation, and. Okay. Uh, it's just been a um, very, very challenging. It's a matter of availability, really, more than anything at this point. I need to be out by the end of the year, and I'm getting, not panicking, but I'm definitely getting a little bit nervous. Yeah, I don't blame you. What I am getting here is about three weeks, which is pretty much about the end of the year. It tells me that this will be coming through. It will also be a good financial situation for you. In other words, it will benefit you financially. Okay. Hmm, that's interesting because I act uh, more so than my current situation because I gotta say, my current situation is pretty sweet when it comes to the rent. I don't know. All I'm seeing is is financially, it's gonna benefit you, and it looks like it's coming in in about three weeks. You know. Could be that you'll be happy with the with the financial situation. I'm just mm-hmm. being shown a benefit there. Does it feel like it's a uh, one uh, a male or a female? Really? I'm not really getting the energy. Although with the number three, I felt like there was a female energy, but I wasn't getting necessarily who was coming in. So I, I'm not gonna. I, I don't feel solid on that one. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. Wow, that's like that's like New Year's practically. Isn't that's it? like pretty quick. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. 
Are you Ooh, looking, looking, looking? Are you packing, packing, packing? I am looking like my life depends on it. Okay. Okay. I want you to um, get yourself a little white candle. Let's get some energy going on that. Ask for the open doors, okay? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say a lot of prayers through the day. Good. Okay. So Thanks. I do feel like you come up. It was a pleasure speaking with you. You have a mm. wonderful evening. Uh, and you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Now I'm going to take 201. 201, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Who we got? This is Jackie. I have a question. Hi, Jackie. What's your um, birthday? 1-5-1965. Okay. How can we help you, dear? You know, I I, I have an issue here with um my my son. And I just want to see what you see coming out of it. I think you need to enable him. I do feel like it takes a path change, but I think he's the one that has to do it. You know, you want to step in there and really take care of and care for, Mm -hmm. but he's got to be the one that does it, honey. I think he's he's at that point now. Am I able to give you his birthday and you tell me what you see? I feel like he is. You okay. feel like he I feel is? like he is at that point, yeah. But he's the one that's got to take the steps there. I I know that. I just want to support him. You know, right. emotionally I know it's a hard time for him. It is. But you're going to, I feel like he's going to be fine. This will actually really, really benefit him. Okay. Okay. Uh, Don't worry. Hopefully he'll return to school. Huh? Don't worry, hon. You'll have your opportunity to support him. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Do you have a good evening? You too. All right, Miss Rainey. We've reached the end. What are you doing oh this my week? Goodness. Are you staying home or are you traveling? Well, tomorrow I'm going to go get myself a Christmas tree up in the snow. It's kind of crazy because it's snowing here. <laughs> well, take a good axe That's... and an ox because Lord knows you, you'll choose yeah. the biggest one out there. Well, I still can't use my superwoman arm yet, but um, I got my boots and I got my socks and my long johns and my jackets and my gloves and my hat and my coffee. And we're just going to go out there tromping in the snow. Okay. Well, we got, well we, we I'm got actually our, we headed up spot. to, you know, well, I'm going to take the soul, and I'm going to run up to Morgantown, West Virginia. I'm going to be at the Barnes & Noble's Yule um, party and celebration. It's a Harry Potter event. Come dressed in your best Yule ball attire and stop by and get a reading and, you know, learn a little bit about Yule. I'm actually going to do a little presentation there on Friday from 6 till about 9 in the evening, okay? And tomorrow night, Miss Angel Divine will be here with your angel messages and angel whispers. So tune in to her. She's at 10 p.m. And, of course, you can always reach both of us and Miss Angel over at PsychicBiz.com, where we provide both telephone and chat readings. And remember to use the coupon code FALL16 and get $5 free. So until next week, good night, y'all. Good night. Good night, Easton. Good night, Ethan. Good night. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Or are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn? We can help. Visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer, smartphone, or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors. We offer live chat, video sessions, one-on-one phone calls, and even email readings. We have several gifted psychics, tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our psychics do offer special prices and low permanent rates. Visit us today at psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow.
You're listening to the Magic Happens Radio Network, sponsored by the Magic Happens Magazine. You'll find us at www.themagichappens.com.